Rituals of connection. What does that mean? What does connection really mean when it comes to relationships? So the way that I view this is that relationships are built on small, daily, positive, intentional connections. Right, so these small daily interactions or positive connections are what we as therapists will often call rituals of connection. And we like to have couples share with us what their current rituals of connection are and then, you know, what rituals would they like to create in their relationship. So again, once again, we come to this idea of intention and intentionality and how we do relationships, right? So rituals of connection need intention because it's at some level we have to say, you know, well, why are we doing this? What is this for? And sometimes the intention of a ritual is to have connection just that simple and if we don't have connection over time we stop having a relationship a relationship that is romantic of any nature we end up with those roommate syndrome logistical driven relationships not ones that are actually built on connection so rituals of connection can be things like how do you get up in the morning do you have coffee together? Do you kind of do like a check-in, uh, you know, touch points, what's going on today? Do you give a kiss when you leave? What does the middle of your day kind of throughout the day look like as far as connection points? And a lot of times we're just connecting, but it's not ne necessarily a ritual or very intentional. Sometimes it's just habitual. <laughs> so. Getting clear on that can be helpful too. Do I need to call all these times if I don't really have anything to say or can I hold that all for one call? Because as we know, stop, stops and starts in any one's day can be challenging. What does it look like when you get home from the end of your day and you get back to the house? How is everybody greeted, right? I often say to people, you know, it seems as though the happiest person <laughs> to see me sometimes is my dogs. Uh, they're stoked. They come in, they're pumped. They're like, yay, the queen is home, right? Like they're excited, jumping on me, wanting me to rub them. And it would be great if we did that to our people. <laughs> How great to walk into that. Sometimes my kids and I, it's been a while, but we used to kind of like, have a little party when my husband would come home we'd dance around and just kind of celebrate the fact like yay another person is entering the mix is there a certain day of the week that you have ritualized do you sit down and have what we call you know uh, state of the union meetings or logistical check-in meetings do you do budget meetings do you talk and just have kind of what we call stress reducing conversations do you have a date night 
my husband and I take Wednesdays off together. That is our, you know, pretty deep ritual of connection. That's where we get a lot <laughs> of connection time, um, which just the two of us. It's the most amount of time, like uninterrupted, that we get in a week. But it's perfect. It's wonderful. So there are many op- opportunities to create and form rituals of connection. And there are plenty of ways that we also create rituals of disconnection. The way I see it, honestly, is if we are not intentionally, actively creating rituals of connection, we are actively creating rituals of disconnection. Think about this. When you get home, How often do you maybe find yourself on your device when maybe you could be hanging with your partner? How often do you and your partner sit on the couch together on your devices? How often do you and your partner lay in bed together on your devices? How often do you go to separate rooms? You know, sometimes someone will have an office that they might go to or game room. And I'm not saying we don't get to have time where we're disconnected and apart. But let's be intentional about that as well. Because very often this just happens over time. It becomes a habit and that becomes the ritual. And so creating rituals of connection starts to feel very hard it starts to feel very um, forced awkward I don't know how to do this I don't even know how to connect with my partner so kind of think about what your day looks like and are you and your partner creating rituals of connection or rituals of disconnection do you watch TV in separate uh, spaces so many couples go to bed at different times or maybe they go to bed in different rooms and there could be reasons for that that make total sense right maybe somebody is has really weird hours and they just need their sleep they're a light sleeper the other one snores all kinds of reasons why two people sleep in separate rooms i'm not judging that however how you have to then be creative because you're missing out on the opportunity that opportunity that those of us who go to bed at the same time and in the same room have opportunities for you know emotional intimacy physical intimacy touching closeness so if you're like hey this is what we need to do for various reasons well then let's be intentional about how are we still connecting at the end of a day before we are kind of going to bed you know are people who i you know lots of night owls and early birds and usually different you know one is a night owl one's an early bird and so i say well what if you know you guys just went to bed at the same time and you know opportunities present themselves or they don't some sort of conversation could be short and sweet and just you know a connection And then at that point, if, you know, one person's still like, yeah, I'd really love to just go watch this show. Then again, we're being intentional. 
So being able to, you know, think about, okay, well, here are the circumstances that we have. We don't sleep in the same room because she snores. Okay, well, then what are we doing to make sure that we're countering that, like, ritual of disconnection with rituals of connection so that we are, like, our ratios can be more balanced or, you know, obviously geared more towards the positive. I also really want you to be mindful of how much you're on your phone because everybody says you're on your phone. Oh, well, you're on your phone. Well, you're on it more. And oh, hallelujah. Everybody's on their phone. So think about when you get on your phone, what's the intention? What are you wanting to do? Is there another way to do that? Is there a way to do that with your partner? Can you then express, hey, I had a really long day. Do you mind if I just kind of like veg out here before I get up and start helping with dinner? Like I know, I know you're over there already like starting it and I will get up and help, but can I have about 10 minutes? Like, yeah, no problem. There's a, a bit of disconnecting happening, but with intention, with the bid for future connection, all included in that statement. So we are allowed to disconnect from our partners and from the world and our children. It is how we communicate that. And also, are we actively intentionally creating rituals of connection you know, much at a much higher frequency and rate than we are creating active rituals of disconnection. So kind of my challenge for you this week is I want you to pay attention to, you know, the things that you and your and your people do in your home or you and your partner do. And would you, do you think you are, are having more rituals of connection or disconnection? And if it's disconnection, I'd love for you to think how do we counter this? How can we put these disconnection devices, you know, distractions away? And how can we create rituals of connection? The winter is coming. <laughs> that often means a lot of time together, but not a lot of intention and not a lot of like, like good connections, rituals of connections. We might be sharing space while actively creating rituals of disconnection. So thinking about and making really good planning for here comes the winter. We know in winter this stuff happens to us, right? We get tired, we get slower, we get uh, kind of irritable, depressed. How can we counter that? And I have a, a great idea for you. I have a really incredible online course for couples that I call Love Over Logistics. And what a great way to start getting prepared and get you into the winter months as, you know, everything gets a little chillier and we start coming in earlier. And instead of creating those rituals of disconnection, doing this course could be such an incredible start to your creating rituals of connection, both just by doing the course because spending, you know, 15 minutes together each night watching a video and then working on a homework assignment, that's connecting. And the whole course also is teaching you how to actively, intentionally work on your relationship. I am going to put the link for this course below and I'm offering an October special for my listeners. <laughs> and that is if you enter the coupon code LOL 
50LOL50, you can get 50% off my course. So instead of $397, you're looking closer to $150. Total still, totally worth it. So excited for you to get it and start working on it um, and reach out if you have any questions. All right, guys. Aloha.